we move into the season of Easter and begin to hear again in the Acts of the Apostles how the beginnings of the early church unfolded, we see the impact of the resurrection on the disciples as they began to accept their mission, their new mission. Today's readings, I think, reveal the path of growth in their lives and how there is no substitute for time and experience and learning and growing in a relationship of trust as they step out into the mission of Jesus in the early church. Today's Acts of the Apostles shows the apostles living in tension with the culture around them. And this tension did not get them down. They had this remarkable confidence. Peter had this remarkable confidence. He had come a long way from the day in which he said, I do not know the man. He'd come a long way since that day to leaders of the people and elders, all of you. And all the people of Israel should know that it was in the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God has raised from the dead. In his name, this man stands healed before you. Great confidence. Their faith, their understanding, their confidence had grown tremendously. They were now unafraid. They boldly proclaimed Christ crucified and raised from the dead. The cornerstone is Jesus himself. The spirit of Jesus given to them at that Pentecost event created these bold and confident disciples. Because this is what the spirit of Jesus does. This is supposed to, what's, supposed to, what's supposed to happen when we receive the spirit in confirmation. We become these bold, confident disciples if the Spirit is alive in us. And you know, just as the words of Jesus disturbed the priest and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees, so too now these words of Peter and John, they did the same thing. Why? Because the message of Jesus Christ disturbs those who do not believe. He is the stone rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. You know, the religious leaders would have greatly been greatly disturbed regarding Jesus as the cornerstone and being rejected by them. Because to them, the leaders of the church, for them, Solomon's temple was the most important structure in, the re in their religious faith. The cornerstone was the most important stone in Solomon's temple. Now, Jesus, the Nazarene, whom you put to death, is being compared to the cornerstone. It's written about in Psalm 118. And he built his church on this rock foundational truth that he was the divine son of God sent from heaven, Israel's appointed Messiah. Psalm 118 was a prophecy that Jesus the Messiah would build a new kind of temple, a living spiritual temple for both Jews and Gentiles. And Christ would build this temple upon himself as the divine Son of God. Everyone, Jews and Greeks alike, are now invited 
into this spiritual temple, no one would be left out. Christ was this cornerstone, and the builders who rejected him were the political and religious leaders of the nation of Israel. It's no wonder why these religious leaders were disturbed, because they would have been very, very familiar with Psalm 118. They would have known it like the back of their hands. You know, even for believers, the gospel of Jesus Christ challenges us. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, it often disturbs us as well. There are times which we don't want to be challenged because if accepted, we would have to change our way of thinking and our way of living. Christianity is often today seen as a, as a hindrance to freedom when it's quite the opposite. Living the gospel as Jesus presents it is a way to true freedom. This can be challenging for those who feel their life's happiness is dependent upon themselves. Therefore, the stone rejected as the cornerstone is still rejected today by many all around the world. You know, when Jesus, when Jesus makes himself present in our lives, like he did with the disciples on the seashore, and we recognize him, things change for us. Things change for us. I think the challenge perhaps is in recognizing him. The disciples recognized him in this post-resurrection appearance, and then they became these credible witnesses. Witnesses who, like Jesus, were rejected as well. But as we know, it was the death of the martyrs, it was through the death of the martyrs that your church grew. You know the famous phrase, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church? You know, as we look at this on a personal level, by the death of our own personal desires and personal ambitions, a person becomes a servant of God and a witness to the power of Christ's resurrection. You know, when we think about this whole experience in the new church, it kind of takes me back anyway. Remember the year of faith back in 2011? You know, Pope Benedict, his document, the Porta Fidei, you know, there was, there was a document that, that rolled out the year of faith. He said this, and I'm going to quote him. He wrote, the renewal of the church is achieved through the witness offered by the lives of believers. By their very existence in the world, Christians are called to radiate the word of truth that Jesus has left us. Reflection on the faith will have to be intensified so as to help all believers in Christ to acquire a more conscious and vigorous adherence to the gospel, especially at a time of profound change such as humanity is currently experiencing. Remember, this was back in 2011, nine years ago. What the world is in particular need of today is the credible witness of people capable of opening 
the hearts and minds of many to desire for God and for true life. Like the early church had credible witnesses that brought Jesus to life through their own lives, the world today in particular needs credible witnesses who bring Jesus to life in this world today. Again, that was precisely the mission of Peter and John as they stood before those religious leaders who rejected the cornerstone. But this is precisely the mission that has been given to each one of you. And it's been given to me through baptism. We've all been given this mission to go out into the world and be this living, these living, credible witnesses that bring Jesus to life in our world today. Faith in Jesus, the risen Lord, is the cornerstone on which our lives must be built. Because as Peter said, there is no salvation through anyone else, nor is there any other name under heaven given to the human race by which we can be saved.